Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. Welcome, everyone. This is Dave C. And you're listening to Never Isolated, a podcast hosted here on TalkShoe. And the show ID is 7910667. And um, you can find it elsewhere on iTunes, podcast app, and many other podcast directories. Um, I should just disclaim that I do work part-time for TalkShoe, but this is uh, my own personal call. And anything mentioned here is um, of my own... uh, (laughs) I was to say making, but my own opinion is perhaps the better way of uh, putting that. So let me just um, mention uh, that today we're here for episode 44, uh, Never Isolated, um, steps one, two, and three. And um, I also need to give an apology for the abrupt ending for episode 43 that I did yesterday. Yes, I do these daily during the week, Monday to Friday. And then at the weekends, we have a fun quiz episode um, just to get away from all the information that I'm trying to uh, get across on the uh, coronavirus pandemic, the COVID outbreak, in particular reference to here in the UK where I am based, but we also mention stories from other parts of the world and other countries. So um, I was uh, mentioning uh, yesterday some of the graphs that uh, our Prime Minister Boris Johnson uh, had shown on uh, our, our path, our journey uh, away from uh, the severe lockdown that we've been into. And uh, the episode 43 was entitled Never Isolated, Steps, Stats and Rules. And we got through most of those, but we didn't get through the actual timing of some of those steps. And indeed, as was pointed out by a friend of mine, uh, Jeff, um, not all those uh, steps that were outlined by the Prime Minister to the general public on his broadcast to the nation uh, did have dates. However, uh, yesterday... Uh, and I should just give today, today's date is 12th of May 2020. But yesterday in Parliament, uh, Boris Johnson went a bit further and uh, gave more um, substance, our timeline, as it were, for the states. But also, again, emphasised that although this is a five-step thing, and I'm, uh, I did put in the... Um, image for that yesterday and I'm displaying a different image at the moment if you actually come to the site um, and listen here you see things in um, in that way but we were talking before about um, this um, uh, five alert systems for COVID five being the material risk of overwhelming the NHS that's red currently we're orange which is four then light yellow is three we're hoping to move from four to three 
over the various weeks and months coming. Uh, and one would be COVID-19 no longer present in the UK, which seems unlikely for at least 18 months, I would think. And the emphasis, of course, has been not reducing the lockdown to the point whereby which a second wave uh, comes back and even again engulfs our system to cope with that. So um, I, uh, I'm going to get back to the end part of that. I had to abruptly end because um, my phone was going berserk and it was going uh, a few times and I know my family members knew that I was doing so. It, it alerted me and of course we're all aren't we we are all hyper alert of uh, dis social distancing um, concerns about you know handling uh, uh, things in the supermarket bringing shopping home uh, postal deliveries uh, and therefore um, I felt as though I need to uh, bring to an end the thing and just confirm to my own um, satisfaction that an emergency hadn't happened in the family in fact that was not the case in fact my not answering the phone had prompted the further calls and yes i'll admit i'll admit a a slight oldies issue i had uh, to stop the house phone going ringing and thereby um, going to answer phone and there by a personal message uh, being probably aired over the podcast. What I did was I answered the phone and then immediately ended the call. Um, and I did that about three times. But then this is where my uh, age and quickness of thought didn't kick in as normal. And um, when that same person, as it turned out, was tried the same thing on my mobile, I forgot, yes, 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 I have admitted a senior moment. I forgot that I could just not accept the call and that would end it on a mobile. Where, of course, on my uh, house phone, that would have uh, prompted uh, a message. Left. Uh, so, again, what I was doing, I was swiping to accept and then ending it. So, yeah, there you go. That's a long explanation, isn't it? But there, you know, we're all in this together. We're all having our personal little uh, foibles and our first uh, particular worries. And that was mine that I needed to contact my family. And so I brought it to a slight conclusion before we got to the end of uh, last time's episode, which, as I said, was episode 43 and was dealing with this step stats and rules. And I'd showed a number of graphs. But um, I want to just talk about um, this graph after I've just given just a few latest updates. Um, in the USA, I was going to mention that, um, yeah, in fact, I did indeed, I might have got round to mentioning that the deaths had passed 75,000. But um, as of today, uh, but talking about yesterday, the 11 stats, that figure is now up to 80,000 deaths in the USA. Here in the UK, we're also told that um, the, the figures given on the Monday, but of course, referred to the Sunday, and that when the stats are usually a little bit lower, or a lot lower, there were 210 further deaths, sadly, in the UK, bringing the total to over 32,000 now. Remember, using this new in the community numbers as well. 
it's a more complete number, 32,065. Um, we also... Um, um, was going to mention about Captain Tom Moore being given the uh, freedom of the city of London uh, and he has now raised over 33 million. And um, some of the further advice before I go to this graph was uh, announced in clarification that um, although the wearing of masks has not been mentioned before as being um, sidestepped in some ways at the daily meetings the the thinking behind that was that face masks these are not medical face masks these are the sort of basic ones that you can wear um, although they perhaps give comfort to the person wearing them indeed the face mask is there not to say protect you as the wearer but to protect you from passing on if you indeed as on an untested person you have the symptoms however mild they may be the mask is there is to prevent you passing it on to the others but if you fidget with it if you pull it down from your mouth because somebody couldn't hear what you're saying and you're touching it it may not be effective outdoors two people social distancing two meters away from each other both wearing masks is perhaps a very good insulator, brings it down to around the 1% mark. Um, but if two of you are, are nearer than two meters and only one is wearing a mask, then the, the protection is not is a falsehood in a sense. And also there was this fear that uh, people will be buying higher grade ones and taking those away in supply chain senses from the NHS. So let me just read what it was said and I'll, and I'll put in the URL and I haven't checked this URL today because I wasn't going to go into this depth on this particular thing but I will. This is bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash UK dash five two six two zero double five six. Wear face coverings on public transport, government now advises. People in England, and remember, this was the other thing that was clarified. Some people, I, I heard him say, what I'm saying now is in for England and Welsh, Scotland, uh, Scotland, Wales and Northern Ireland will have their own procedures and timetables. But some people felt afterwards that the Prime Minister wasn't as clear on differentiating that what he was saying specifically did indeed specifically uh, apply to England only. But in this mask wearing things, this is England only. People in England should wear, uh, aim to wear face coverings on public transport and in some shops from Wednesday, that's tomorrow, Right, that's Wednesday the 13th of May 2020. And the link uh, has some more detail on that. Um, the other thing is, of course, you know, you can't just buy one face mask and wear it for hours and hours, days after days. Um, I mean, I, having said that, I only bought two myself, one to wear, and the other I've got ones that, that, that can be lightly washed. So I suppose I can wash it with a little bit of soap and water and leave it to, to dry and alternate. But again, 
I'm not intending when I do go out, I only go out once a week to do my shopping unless it's to collect medicines. I only intend to wear it as I go into a store if required, but I will have it certainly about my person. Okay, the other thing that was clarified on this, by the way, is in the UK, people who breach the social distancing rules were subject to a fine of £60. That's about 70 odd dollars because uh, the exchange rate is quite a bit different than what it used to be. Um, and then it would double up for a second offence. The starting fine is now £100. So that's $122 or $124. And it will double on successive things. So they are certainly saying, you know, this is not, you know, a $10 fine for dropping litter. This is £100 is a big impact uh, uh, on people. And uh, hopefully that will just be an extra, you know, it's the carrot and stick, isn't it? The carrot is, you know, it's in our best interest for everybody for you to do these things. And the stick is there for those recalcitrant people that don't do that. And that's my word of the day for my friend, Jeff. Uh, so let's go on to the new things that I was going to uh, cover. And first of all, a little bit of a roundup because the, the episode today is a catch-up roundup. And of course, this apology for yesterday. Uh, Russia now has the highest number of confirmed infections after the yes. That's not deaths, that's infections. Um, uh, Wu-Town draws up plans to test all 11 million of its residents. After yesterday, I mentioned that they've started having a few uh, um, people go down with it. And these are not people coming back into the country causing this. These are domestic occurrences. Uh, the number of deaths linked to coronavirus in care homes in England and Wales fell uh, the last week in April. And of course, those statistics are taking a little bit of time to um, to feed in, as I mentioned. And in the White House, I mentioned it's about the uh, advice on masks here in the UK. White House staff have been ordered to wear masks in the West Wing after two aides tested positive. Although I believe that the... Uh, the uh, President Trump will not be wearing them, but he is tested daily. Um, and um, the live page, and I'm just going to give the URL for live page, because as I'm talking, if you heard me pause there, it was because the live page itself was updating. So the, the part I was reading from suddenly moved off the page. But here we go. Um, if you want to check out yourself, and I mentioned before, I go to the bbc.co.uk as I feel as that's a reliable organ of the news. Uh, if you want to check, please check with a site that you uh, have confidence in. Don't just take my word. And that's why I do read particular things uh, word for word. So I, there's no misinterpretation coming from me. But um, the URL for this summary at the moment is bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash live forward slash 
world dash five two six two seven eight two four and um this is just um Jonathan, well, it's not just, Jonathan Brake is giving a resume of what the Chancellor has said um, in terms of backing up the Prime Minister, and this is in terms of the economic thing. The Chancellor has to perform delicate balancing act. It's likely going to, um, I think, going by everything Chancellor Rishi Sudak has said up to this point, that the UK government's job retention scheme will be extended so we're expecting more information about that um uh, rishi said it is not sustainable to keep the job retention scheme that's where people are having eight percent of their uh, wages paid by the government and it's up to the individual employers if they make that up to the full wage and that had been extended into June, was three weeks, I think, so it will have been a total of four months. But of course, that needs to be perhaps tailed off and some other scheme um, supplanted. He said that it's not sustainable to keep the job retention scheme going in its present form uh, longer, but also promised no cliff edge or sudden cut off to the scheme. Um, uh, it is understandable when you look at the numbers relying on it at the moment, about 6 million people in the UK. And remember, those people, uh, you know, just think about nearly 70 million. Not all, of course, are employed. Uh, that's the, the whole age range. But there, there are, what, 30 million people in employment, maybe 34 million. 6 million, a quarter. Oh, it says, sorry, I apologise. I should have read on the next paragraph. About six million, a quarter, that's a quarter of the UK's workforce are having 80% of their wages of up to two and a half thousand per month paid by the government. So that means um, we're up to about 25 million workers, aren't we? About 8,000 firms have taken up his offer to keep on their employees. So there's more about that for you to read on this summary page. And I'm going to move from that before it... Um, has um, uh, updated and just um, 20 minutes ago so far what's happened on Tuesday so let me just mention uh, some of those that I haven't already yet South Korea says there are now 101 new cases of coronavirus linked to a nightclub district in Seoul Five COVID-9 hospital patients have sadly been killed in a St Petersburg fire linked to a ventilator short circuit. Oh, that's not one of these new experimental ones. Uh, and um, as I mentioned, I think yesterday, it were about uh, 4 million uh, cases around the world. Um, okay, I think I need to get to the topic at hand before I get um, uh, have the need to curtail today's show. And that is, um, I've got a, a graph here that is, you can come and check out, but it's the first, the government's first steps to ease the lockdown restrictions of England, but with a timeline. So I'm going to read these three out of the five steps. So this week, following from Monday, uh, the 11th of May, and this, by the way, there was some confusion. Uh, the Prime Minister said, um, starting from now, 
but because he was speaking on Monday, people uh, on Sunday, people thought this applied from Monday. But in actual fact, they're going back to work. Those who can work, can't work at home, but can go back to work using safety, trying not to, trying to avoid public transport should do so. But in actual fact, a lot of people took that to mean they could go back to work on Monday. But in fact, the date for that is officially Wednesday. But let me read. And he was um, by the um, uh, leader of the Labour Party. Um, he was um, questioned upon that in Parliament about that. So, um, Keir, I've forgotten it's Starmer, isn't it? Keir Starmer. Anyway, let's read step one. So I'm going to read this verbatim from this government listing. From Monday, May the 11th, social distancing measures continue. Work from home if you can. Some industries, such as construction and engineering, encourage to turn to work if safety measures are in place. Avoid public transport if possible. From Wednesday the 13th of May, as tomorrow, take unlimited amounts of outdoor exercise. You're not limited to just the one exercise. You can drive to do exercise if you want. Before, it had to be local exercise or a very short drive. Drive to exercise if you want. Play sports, but only with your household and join parks without having to exercise. And they did add to that, that you can meet up with one person who's not a member of your household. So I'm assuming um, people that are in a relationship, but not in the same household could meet in a park. But again, they still have to social distance. Um, and, um, what he didn't mention, and I'll add this to this, is me speaking again. He didn't include the opening of um, garden centres, although in other parts of the UK that has gone ahead. And um, on the sports, he, he hasn't specifically mentioned fishing. I know fishing is, if not the biggest uh, pastime in the UK, uh, it is alongside walking and sailing one of the three big pastimes. And of course, golf is the other that's uh, wanting to reopen uh, where you're out on a big golf course. But again, to only two people to play together and social distancing. And I'm not sure whether that comes in on Wednesday. That's not on this list. I'll try and clarify that tomorrow. Uh, uh, two, and this is starting from June the 1st at the earliest. Step two, phased reopening of shops. Schools should begin phased reopening. The process will begin reception, that's the youngest children, year one, and then those at the top end of the primary school, year six, who are preparing to move to secondary next academic year. Also, secondary school students with exams in the next year may get some time with teachers before the summer holiday break. So that's usually ending. The summer summer holidays usually start uh, the last week in July. So I'm assuming they probably will mean towards the end of June, maybe from mid-June to mid-July, have a month back in school before breaking up for the annual school holidays. And step three, 
1st of July at the earliest, reopening of some of the hospitality industry, reopening of more public places. So that is really all I wanted to cover. But I am aware of um, the sort of catch-up nature of today, a little hodgepodge of views today. Um, so let me just, I'm just going to read, check. Um, yes, there's another page I'll just mention here uh, briefly, and I'll put in the room. Um, and again, remember, I'm not unmuting anybody who has passed by, but I don't see anybody in the room at the moment. And I'll read this URL first bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash explainers dash five two five three four one three five remember these explainer pages are more of a digest this was updated an hour ago by ben butcher and ben milne and um, it's entitled how will transport need to change um and um, most uh, it's got about a, a percentage of people that use bicycle, bus, private motor and rail. And of course, there's been a big expansion of rail here in the UK. Um, being it, well, some people will say not enough investment in rail, but certainly they have. But of course, a lot of people have been paying these season tickets. They're playing, playing, you know, hundreds up to over a thousand pound a year for their annual ticket. And for basically seven coming up to eight weeks now, they've got no value out of those. So there is a need to get people moving. So there's um, uh, most uh, most outside London commuting car. So car is the greatest. Uh, but then, as I say, rail has been taking uh, over significantly. And then, of course, there's been a real call uh, as people have uh, taken back to their bicycles for uh, bicycle routes to be uh, re-looked at. Uh, in fact, um, um, a £5 million scheme, where I am in Greater Manchester, a £5 million scheme has been unveiled in Greater Manchester to make the city safer for cyclists and walkers, while major roads in Brighton have been closed off to motor traffic. And as my daughter and son-in-law are very keen uh, runners, and cyclists they will be delighted and hope that that will get implemented quickly as possible then it gives the percentage of people who have accesses to buy so there's an awful lot these explainer pages are wonderful pages thank you bbc news thank you ben butcher ben milne because um, these explainer pages do indeed go into more depth behind the headlines and um i'll give one more page which is an explainer um, and I think I uh, in briefly intended to cover this yesterday but I'll give it again because I may have curtailed that somewhat uh, this is bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash explainers dash five two five three zero five one eight what are the newly uh, rules set out by Boris Johnson so um, that is really where this graph uh well the graph that i mentioned last week the 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 five levels the coronavirus alert levels that was the page that that graph indeed came from and um 
I'm going to very quickly look at my other links. I mentioned the Wu-Tan draws up plans to test all the 11 million residents. I'll just give the URL, URL for that and put it in the room, but I won't read from it other than the headline I did, and that is bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash world dash Asia dash China dash 5262921. And of course, you can pause and go back to get those titles. The plan appears to be in its early stages with all districts of Wu-Tang told to submit details as how testing could be done within 10 days. They don't hang about, do they? Well, there you go. Um, and, um, oh, I should mention this because, I mean, I, uh, this is affecting the whole world. And in some third world countries and that, uh, it's unbelievable what they have to deal with on a normal yearly basis. So I will indeed read a little bit of this. This is Africa Live, bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash live forward slash world dash Africa dash four seven six three nine four five two. Uh, I know a friend and colleague of mine, Sarah, is very interested in the um, the uh, difficulties and hardships in Africa. And if she's listening to this, um, uh, I want to make sure that she's aware that these countries aren't forgotten, um, certainly on this BBC site. So this has got a summary here. Um, let me see if I can pick out anything. Um, Well, they're actually too disparate, the actual items. Let me see if I can pick one up. Uh, I mean, they're literally, when we say you use a broom, then uh, you don't use it. And I'm getting the same issue as last time. So I'm going to very quickly do that again. And uh, I was worried that that might happen. Let me say, please do and check this um page this explainer page it's under the bbc.uk world uh, africa and i've already given the url out well thank you ever so much for listening again we're getting a bit choppy waters here with this uh, podcast we'll try and calm ourselves down a little bit tomorrow wednesday and of course wednesday is um, the day when we move into this first phase of coming out of the lockdown. So I'm expecting to have, uh, you know, more uh, more reveals, more definition, more clarity, uh, as Keir Starmer has called for, more clarity on the way forward. So thank you ever so much for listening, and I will indeed now end the recording. Bye for now. Stay safe, keep washing those hands, keep that social distancing. Bye for now. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.